G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We've got Golden Slipper Day, five group ones at Rose Hill. Outstanding card as always. And Mark Sheen and Mark Roden have helped or are joining me to help find a couple of winners on the card. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Soft seven, I think the track was this morning. Is that how you're seeing it for tomorrow? Yeah, we had a very hot day yesterday and uh, it's clear skies again today, so certainly should uh, have some improvement in it. But um, I'm, I still think you'll need horses that uh, have got good wet ground um, form on the scoreboard. Okay. Mark Roden, expecting any track pattern at this stage? Um, no. Um, rail's only gone at two metres, so I suppose similar to last week. And the track will be a bit drier uh, as well, as long as it doesn't rain overnight. Um Look, hopefully it'll be pretty fair. Uh, uh, with the rail just going at about two metres, I'll be a bit more inclined to look for on paces in the sprint races, though. Okay. Uh, look, we'll just preview the group one. So we'll start off with race five, which is the Randvet Stakes over 2,000 metres. And Very Elegant is $1.40. Montefilia is five fifty. Angel of Truth is $8. And Emissary, which is scratched from Flemington, is around the $11, $12 mark. Mark Shane, any interest at all in this race? Not really. A sad state of affairs for once a great race. Unfortunately, I think the Australian Cup probably sapped a few runners out of it and um, we're not left with many chances in this race. She does look the winner. Very elegant. They should get a decent speed with Angel of Truth and Entente in the race. So she should be too good. Uh, just be a cup of tea race for me. Montefilia, obviously, the danger. Uh, any interest for yourself? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, she just looks to have the race at her mercy. Um, I... I didn't think she was super impressive winning last time, but I mean, even her second level is probably still good enough to win this. Um, I don't see how she can be much bigger than a double four either. Um, not a betting race for me, but um, yeah, I think she does look the winner. All right, easy enough. Uh, we'll move to race six then. That's the Rose Hill Guineas over 2,000 metres. And in terms of the market, we've got Animo at $2.05 is the best you're getting. Uh, Convergence 360, Profondo's 550, Forgot You. $9.50, everything else is over 30 to 1. Mark Shane, the Rose Hill Guineas. Yeah, well, this is a muddling pace, in my opinion. Um, sword Point, I think, will probably try and roll forward and uh, maybe Profondo will will go forward as well. But I, I can't see a lot of speed here. Look, I, I just can't get the difference in price here with Converge and Animo. Animo might be better suited to the 2000 now, but I think Converge has got a better turn of foot. And if it gets into a sprint home only, if the pace is muddling, um, I'd probably prefer to be on Converge, um, just from a price factor. Yep, Mark Roden, we've mentioned the muddling paces a few times this prep with regards to Animo. Um, if that's the case, are you looking to bet around him here? Um, don't know if I want to bet around him. I'm pretty close to the market, to be honest. I'm, uh, I'm, a sh I'm about 210, 330, so I, I think... Converge is backable at 360, but not screaming overs. And I do have to lean to Animo at 2,000. He wasn't really suited last time in the round of beginnings, and he's still... I mean, he, he was certainly outpaced by Converge when Converge looked down, but he still nearly got him on the line as well. And I'd, I'd expect at 2,000. Outside barrier, not ideal. But if you can if you can be within striking distance of Converge at the turn and the track's paying fairly, I reckon he'll probably get over him. But, you know, $2, 205 to find out it's not... Screaming value, in my opinion. I, I expect one of the two to win. I'm, I'm jury out with Profondo. Look, he had every excuse in the world at Flemington. Um, just a horror watch from the outside gate that day. Uh, but 
even though I think he has the potential to mix it with these, uh, these, uh, this great horse, um, just going through his form from last spring, he, he was certainly visually impressive and he's, he's certainly got a lot of upside, but he was beating horses like Head of State and Benno, um, which really aren't in the same street as Animo and Converge. So he's, he's got it all to do and who knows what harm he's taken from that tough run at Flemington as well. So I, 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 he's certainly not a betting proposition for me either. And I don't think forgot you was good enough. So one of the two, yep. Animo and Converge, lean to Animo, but no bet this stage. Okay, uh, the first leg of the quaddy is race seven, the George Ryder over 1,500 metres, and Forbidden Love is favourite at 3.90, just ahead of Moanga at $4. Colette, Private Eye, they're both around $6.50. Halal is $11, upwards the rest. Uh, there was a notification coming through about an hour ago from Annabelle Nisham saying that uh, Moanga had a slightly elevated temperature and left some of his feed, so read into that what you will. But uh, Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Yeah, well, I liked him, and that's not ideal, is it? Um, you know, they've, they've come up uh, late uh, and stabled in Sydney, and um, maybe he hasn't travelled up all that well. I, th- I think he's got genuine Group 1 form. He's got good wet form, and he's two out of two at Rose Hill. So he's got a lot of uh, ticks. Forbidden Love's a mere in form. Obviously, that's a very good uh, recipe for success, but that was not a race the other day. They just absolutely walked in the race and was a sprint home from the 400. She probably gets all favours again here, though. She she sits on the back of Riadini and is probably there to pounce as well. But uh, she's yet to win at 1,500 metres, uh, which could be a slight query, although she had no luck in the Coolmore last year and then failed in the Doncaster at 1,600 after that with a lightweight. Um and the other one who's obviously got a good chance here is Private Eye, who I think will settle a lot closer in the run from Barry number one. Question mark over Moanga with that uh, business with the feed. So I'm, I'm going Private Eye um, here. I just think he'll settle a lot closer. Hopefully there's a bit of pressure in the race with Rhea Dealey rolling along. And um, I think he's probably the value Private Eye. Okay. Mark Roden, any angle here for yourself? I'm a bit up in the air. I wanted, uh, I want to back Forbidden Love because she just mapped so well again. Um, uh, 1500 is a slight query I think but, uh, and a bit more pressure this time but she's just racing so well and puts herself in great spots I mean in previous preparations they were riding her back I mean she's come back a better course clearly and getting wet tracks has been a plus but th- th- this change of tactics I think has probably been the key to her that said look she's coming off genuine heavy tracks to if this is improving into a, the six range or something whether she has that edge on her rivals under those conditions I'm not sure um all we've learnt this prep is that she's absolutely, a, you know, probably a group one horse on heavy, but um, whether that's the case on drive tracks, I'm not 100% sure yet. But, yeah, massive question mark on Moanga now. I thought he was the obvious danger. Um, I reckon one of the two will win. Private eye, yeah, I suppose he'll be closer. I just don't know. He won the Epsom with a very light weight, whether he's can match it with the horses like Moanga if he's right and forbidden love at weight for age. I'm not sure just yet but uh has the potential to i'll say that yeah look i'm in two minds look i think just with her map 380 looks like a good price but i just have that question mark about whether she's a heavy tracker owner all right let's have a look at the golden slipper 1200 meters for the two-year-olds the market has Kulon gatta as favorite around 450 although actually one of the joints is up around 480 at the moment uh so jardin is 758 dollars uh, she's extreme, eight dollars fifty. Fireburn is eleven, and then it's basically upwards from there. Jack and O, best of Bordeaux, revolutionary miss on the next lines there. Mark Shane, always a tough race. What are you thinking? 
Yeah, well, well interesting preparation here. The Coolangatta hasn't had a run for nine weeks, has drawn a wide marble, but it doesn't look to be excessive speed here early. I would say that best of all, Doe will probably roll forward. Maybe Rose and the Masters will try and cut across from a wide alley, but um, um, Queen of the Ball will probably kick up. I think Coolangatta can probably roll forward into a, a decent spot here. Um, having said that, I'm going to stick with Shoes Extreme. I think... Um, Wet conditions, she's one at the track, um, got a decent draw, should get a nice run around midfield, maybe one off the fence. So uh, I think she's got a chance, and I think Fireburn looks overs to me as well. So I'm with those two fillies. I don't know what to do with Cool and Gather. I think a lot will depend on how she turns up in the parade. She'll probably be easy early on. I think the market will settle down once they see what she does in the yard. Okay. Mark Roden, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm with She's Extreme too. Absolutely no reason to um, hop off her. We were all on her last week and she did the job. Not we said in the review show on Monday was the best figures for a two-year-old in Sydney this season. So if you're getting, you can still get 8.50 and better, $9 in places. Very easy bet to have. Probably drawn best of the main chances too. Brett Preble, flying up to ride. Uh, he's won one of these before. I think, yeah, I think she's a fantastic bet at the price. Cool and gutter and comes into the race under a massive query and has... Her, her spring win was outstanding. You know, Stamper was a real top-class two-year-old. Her first win in Brisbane was... She was half-slaughtered in that race, but it was poor. It was a dreadful field. And the Magic Millions form, well, you know, I don't know. It, it, look, it's, it's a weak year. She's, she's got to be conceded a chance, but I couldn't be... I couldn't. I haven't got a favourite. I've got She's Extreme favourite, so that's why I'm going that way. And beyond that, I think it's... Look, if, if She's Extreme doesn't back up and Cool and Gatter isn't fit enough, then... Oh, about 10 of them could win it, I reckon. So I'm just putting all my eggs in the She's Extreme uh, basket. Hope she gets the right run and can hold her form from last week, and I think she'll be hard to beat. Okay, that will bring us towards the last race we'll preview. And I've just lost internet there briefly, which is wonderful. Uh, but it's the Galaxy over 1,100 metres. Uh, the market has Isotope favourite at $4 from away game at 8 uh, overpass around 9.50, Brooklyn Hustle 10, Big Parade Polelli, Shelby 66 all around 11 to 12 within the Congo. Uh, Mark Sheen, do you have any firm opinion here of the Galaxy? Well, they're going to go fast. That's a firm opinion. <laughs> uh, let's stack a speed here. Um, look, I'm with a way game at the value. Um, I think she's got great form in 1,100 metres. Um, and just, uh, look, she's got a... Uh, second or third there to Isotope in Queensland. Third, in fact, but she did all the work in front that day and I think she'll be off the speed here. Isotope's got a good chance, but that uh, price seems to be short enough to me right uh, right at rock bottom. Um, so I, I think away game's a bit of value here for me. Uh, Paul Ailey's drawn a horror draw, but uh, they might just go mental in front here and he might be able to, to run home from the back. So we'll just have to assess how those shoot races are playing uh, through the day. But for me, I think a away game would each way be. Okay, Mark Roden. Uh, I think Isotope's too short too. I've got I've got five strong chances in the race and about eight lesser chances in it. So I think it's I think it should be an open race, not a, not a four to one the field race. Um, yeah, well the five my five main chances are Isotope, Shelby sixty six in the Congo, Minhaj and away game. Um, and there's three of those are better than double figure odds. And I think I'm going to spec them. A bit like. Dicko's approach to the new market last week where he backed, I think, four horses, none of them running the first half dozen, I think. So um, <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can match him here. <laughs> That's what I usually do too. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Yeah, I think in the Congo has been set for this. Um, should get it. Doesn't have to lead, uh, and I'd rather he didn't actually at 1100. Just sit off him from two. Um, Minhaj, look, I'm falling in maybe to that straight run last spring at, at Flemington. That was very good. Um, so the $17 will probably get me in, um, but a couple of O'Shea runners were doing that, that that week in Flemington and won't necessarily reproduce, so we'll just have to wait and see there. And the other one, of course, the, the Cold Horse, Shelby 66. Um, I'm probably two weeks late to this party, but I'm not making the same mistake I made last week and let him go around at a silly price yeah. in the form he's in. So those three will do me, but um, if you want to back anyone of about another six, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't talk you out of it. What do you think of the weight there for in the Congo, Mark? These three-year-olds did Nova pass both on 56. They're, they're weighted right up to their best, I thought. Yeah, I've, look, what have I, I've, I've marked in the Congo around 9-1 to one or something. I'm not yeah. declaring him by any means. I just thought he was going to... It seemed though they've really targeted this race. He trialled well and maps well. So that's that's the case. I can open him and he's probably not well-weighted, you're right. No, I'm not, I'm not bagging your tit. I'm just saying that three-year-olds uh, with that weight don't have a great record in this. No, race. they don't. No, you're right. Okay. Well, look, that brings us to the end of the preview. It's probably a, uh, I guess, a mixed bag of races. We've got two really competitive ones and a couple where we're probably just going to sit and have some lunch. But uh, outside of those, I'll just try and get your best plays on this card. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Yeah, well, I think Mazu will win again in race number two. Um I couldn't put myself through uh, no compromise in J Ford again. Unfortunately, I'll, I'll let that uh, one slide. Like, I think Mallory will run well in the last. Um, look, there doesn't look to be a lot of speed in that race, so I'm just fingers crossed she does jump okay. But um, thought a very good run there behind Mazu the other day. Um, so uh, I think on an each-way basis, uh, she'll give you a good side in the last. Um, but as I said, there's not a lot of speed in that race, so I'm just hoping that she jumps cleanly. Okay, so Mallory around five dollars in the last. Mark Roden, your best players. Um, best players. I'm not going to say best. Uh, give a best bet as such. I think Mazu will win too. I've got I've got him around even money, and that's about what he is. Uh, so I'll just wait and see whether I back him or not. Um, she's extreme, great value bet in the slipper. Very happy with it. And I'm going to give Mighty Beal another chance in that Manion Cup in the staying race. A very. This is a really good race actually. Um, there's four or five good chances in it, I think. Um, but I'm just going to forgive his failure as favourite last start on the very wet track. And just if it gets, if it's in the soft range, I think he'll be better suited. Uh, hopefully, ridden with a little bit of intent from eight. He's been getting a bit too far back to my liking. But um, I think at around seven dollars, he's back. Okay. Yep. Seven dollars there for Mighty Bill in race three. Guys, best of luck over the weekend. Go well there tomorrow. Enjoy the day, and we'll catch up on Monday with Rob Scurry to review the meeting. But until then, enjoy. Thank you.